up, y'all? Welcome back. It is, uh, I hate to even say it, episode 45. <laughs> that's, that's, why, that's why I had to bring in ammunition this week, different, a different kind of guest, because it is episode 45. But I'm glad. You know what? I'm glad it's episode 45. Glad to be back. This is the G Podcast, y'all. Every week we talk politics. We talk social justice. We talk uh, current events. We're going to get into some tea. And and talk about pop, talk about the all uh, the uh, good old pop culture. I'm Tommy B, your host, and and my boy, I can see him. He's on camera right now, and he's on time. And I must give him an attaboy, and and actually give him some applause. <laughs> for being on time. Thank you, sir. Thank you for yeah. being on time. Give me my and, and and the always timely with an apple. For the teacher at, at all at all times and and with a star, she gets a star every week. Tanya B and, and Tanya B is restarting. Just as I, I'm about to give her another star for the week, she she restarts. So you know, so she's the teacher's pet. Okay, she's the teacher's pet. I guess. I get it. I get it. Yeah, but but Tanya B is restarting. She's rebooting in this COVID nineteen world. Uh, but but you know, I, um, before you know, while Tanya B is doing her thing, and she'll be back in just a minute. Uh, I, I do want to say this, uh, I, I, you know, Rob Redding Jr. is coming up and I don't know if you had a chance if, you know, we air the show on Castropolis every Sunday at noon. And, and I'm, I'm always, I'm, I'm, I'm very thankful to Rob. I've known Rob for years. Um, Rob, you know, going back, Rob and I, I used to carry Rob's show on in another life, um, his talk show. Uh, on a, on a station I worked with and, and just a great guy. He's from Atlanta, from the Atlanta area. You know, I look at Rob as he's almost like, and he, he's not going to like this, but Rob's like the, the black Andy Warhol, <laughs> you know, cause, cause he's, he's, he's into, you know, smear painting and politics and, you know, pop culture. He does it all. He started off as a radio DJ, but, um, you know, as, as I'm, I'm about to do the show, you know, and, and, you know, Tanya B, you there? How you doing? I was giving you a star because I know, you know, you're the teacher's pet. Uh, you okay, always show you up on jokes. time. So, <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you. And what I was saying All is right. I'm watching, you know, I'm getting ready for the show and I always have the, the screens on. And uh, what's his name? Al Sharpton has Vernon Jones on. And Vernon Jones, if you, you're not familiar with Ver- Vernon Jones in the state of Georgia, he is a state representative. Boo. And Boo. <laughs> a Democrat, Boo. Democratic state senator Boo. who has become one of the biggest voices in Georgia for Trump. He, he is one of the leading folks in Georgia, black voices for Trump. So he and he and, you know, Reverend Al are like getting into it back and forth. But. One of the questions he was asking was, how can you it's not about how can you support Republicans? Because I have no issue if people want to be black Republicans. That's your thing. You know, I, if you want to be a party, that's you know, I consider myself more on the indie side. But if that's where you want to go, if that's the party that leads up to your values and, and fulfills your values, go for it. But here's the question Reverend Al's asking him is, how can you support Trump. And he keeps going to these, you know, these, these things about the Democrats. And no, he said, I'm not asking you. (laughs) I'm not asking you that. I'm asking you, how can you support Trump? And and let me, can I play, can I play something for y'all that, that makes me question why people want to support Trump? 
And let me play. I want to make sure you can hear. Here we go. Let me play this I first, and then we'll come back. I don't think I don't got any Republicans. I don't support Trump. Yeah, but but let me let me let me play this for you, Tanya B. I just want to play this. Please, here we go. Please. When they gaze upon Yosemites, Yosemites, towering sequoias. What's wrong with that picture? Did y'all hear? I'm gonna play it one more time. Let me, it's, it's, let me, the same, let me, it's the same person that yeah. thought Frederick Douglass was doing a great job and did not know the man had been dead for hundreds of years. Yeah. Ooh, let me ahead. let me play it one more time, just in case you didn't catch it. Now the deal is, you know, he's doing a speech for the national parks, you know, and touting funding for the national parks, and he's doing the speech, and this is what he says: When they gaze upon Yosemites, Yosemites. Towering sequoias. Okay. <laughs> now, even if I'm, I didn't graduate, even if I didn't graduate from high school, which I go beyond that, I at least damn watch Looney Tunes. Hello. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hello. So if I yes. see something that says, okay, Yosemite, I'm going to say Yosemite. Okay. I'm not going to say when they gaze upon Yosemites, Yosemites, okay. towering sequoias. So that's why I ask people. I don't ask people, why are you Republican? Because you know what? That's where you want to be. That's fine. There's a platform. I ask them why y'all want to support that guy. Okay. Right. I just want to get that, that out of the way. <laughs> okay. I just want to get that out of the way. All right. Uh, I want to say thank you also to Will Downing uh, for last week for coming on, man. What a show with a great guy. Still getting over, still giddy from, from hanging out with, with Mr. For, for the ladies, <laughs> Mr. Chocolate Drop. So thank you, Will. Thank you so much for, uh, for coming on the show again. Tanya B, thanks for hooking it up. Uh, but no, let, let's give, give Will the applause. Yeah, let me, let me, he, let me he, give. He didn't have to do it. We kept him should from I, his should I, shop. Should I, should, I, should I give Will the Yosemite? But then, where was the people at? Did he get a, did he get prepped? Folks, that's, he doesn't need it. That's what I'm talking. It, it's not. Yeah, he so he claims. So yes, he claims. He These, oh, we know yes, that. He do need. <laughs> this is the, the man. This is the man. The same person that prepped him about this speech was the same person that told him <laughs> Frederick Douglass was doing a great job. So let's let's look at you know it starts from the top. So what can you say? This is the man who's 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 who claims he hasn't been he has been reading his briefings. Okay. All right, I'm gonna yeah. do it. I, I just got it. I just got to do it. Just one more time for y'all. I'm gonna shut up. Here we go. When they gaze upon Yosemites, Yosemites, towering sequoias. <laughs> I mean, I don't really have a big. <laughs> you, what? The problem, the problem I had with that was, I can understand you. You might want to mispronounce, but don't you see that speak? Knowing you're finna go on national TV, won't you ask somebody to go over there speak with you? I mean, don't you prep? No, dude. No, no. Let me tell you, not only do you make a mistake, which you know what? People are allowed to make mistakes. The problem is you said it twice. Uh, You know, but you're not you're not allowed to make mistakes like that. No. Yeah. That's right. When you're president of the United States. And you know you're going to talk to the the nation. You are supposed to prep. I don't care how smart you is. You prep. Okay. Hang on. Hang on. Hey Alexa, he ain't prepped. How long has Yosemite been around State Park? <laughs> Hang on. Yosemite National Park is 129 years, 10 months, and eight days old. Did what? that answer your question? Yes, thank you, thank you. 
Alexa. 129 <laughs> years. <laughs> Thank you, Alexa. Damn. You know, you, Tanya B, y'all see what I'm saying? All right, I'm going on too long. He's coming up. No, no, let me just say this. Yeah. This is the, I don't know if I should say father sperm donor to Ivanka Trump, who got on national television and got dragged before social media was even social media. Yeah. Because, um, when he owned the Miss Universe, Miss USA pageant, he made her the host and she was talking about Miss Illinois. <laughs> so what does that tell you? All right. All right. I, I'm, Rob, is, Rob, is, Rob is coming up and here's the deal. Rob's coming up and, and, <laughs> and I, I got to ask. I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask Rob about this too. Hey, by the way, y'all, you know, we do uh, our justice for Breonna Taylor. It has been four months, three weeks, six days and 17 hours since Breonna Taylor's murder. Uh, let's make sure keep her in mind, keep her, keep her name in your mouth, on your mouth, in your thoughts and your prayers and keep pushing for justice. OK, um, also, I want to play this, Tanya B. Um, and, and this is a big deal. Um, oh, you're trying to get my pressure up. Okay? Yeah, I know. I, I get it. Aurora, I get it. I get Cal- it. Aurora Colorado. I'm not going to go into it because all of you have heard about the children, the women made to, to be face down on the ground uh, and, and also the situation in D.C. Uh, I want to thank, uh, let me get his name right, Ret- retired Lieutenant Colonel, Illinois State Police, uh, Lynn Stallworth, not the Lynn Stallworth from Pittsburgh, but I don't get excited. Uh, but uh, let me play his feedback. Uh, he called in on, on our feedback line. And uh, let me let me play this and we'll keep it moving. Hey, my name is Lynn Stallworth, retired lieutenant colonel with the Illinois State Police. And I'd like to make a comment on the recent traffic stops involving the Aurora, Colorado Police Department, as well as the incident involving the Secret Service. And when I first viewed the video of the Aurora traffic stop, my immediate reaction was that of anger, followed by sadness, disappointment and embarrassment. And while I'm always cautious about giving my opinion on issues when I've not had the ability review any post-investigative reports, the video of the Aurora incident makes it easy to see that those officers not only used poor judgment, but they have permanently damaged Ms. Gilliam and the children that were with her. You know, if I had the opportunity, I would like to ask these officers, hey, at any time during the traffic stop, did you feel that Ms. Gilliam or the children with her posed a threat to you or anyone in the immediate area? And even if you were following policy by removing the occupants of the suspected stolen motor vehicle at gunpoint after you saw the occupants of the vehicle, did it ever dawn on you to stand down on putting these children through such a traumatic experience? I would ask similar questions to the Uniform Division of the Secret Service, but I commend Ms. Gilliam and how she showed great restraint to comply with the brutal and inhumane demands of these officers. I also commend both Ms. Johnson and Ms. Winston for complying with the Secret Service officers. You know, it's unfortunate that people of color have to be held to a different set of rules when being stopped by the police. But until all of those bad officers who think nothing of violating the rights of, or worse yet, shooting and killing people of color become ex-police officers or inmates, we have to continue to show self-discipline. So remember, whenever the police signals for you to stop, Pull over as safely and quickly as possible. Keep your hands visible and refrain from making any sudden movements. Comply if the officer requests license, registration, and insurance information. Do not argue if you disagree with the reason the officer says he or she stopped you. And if any time you feel that the officer was rude or violated your rights by 
having you exit your vehicle or searching your vehicle without probable cause, comply, but do not argue. At your earliest convenience, go to the headquarters or station and calmly ask to speak to the ship commander and request to complete a formal complaint. Once completed, the, the complaint is completed, ask how long it would be before you can expect to receive a response. And finally, be prepared to follow up with the complaint to a higher ranking officer if you are not satisfied with the response. Now, by following these procedures, you're not being weak or subservient. You're demonstrating that you are committed to making sure that no one else has to endure this injustice and that these bad officers are put on notice or terminated if warranted. Thank you. Thank you again. Um, just just big kudos to Lynn Stallworth, retired Illinois State Police uh, officer who who called us on our on our feedback line. Four one three five five six nine five four six. And he breaks it down. I mean, you know, I'm not going to go into it, but, uh, you know, check out the podcast, rewind, but it's great advice. Uh, play it again. It's good. It's great information. Good advice. But, you know, we need officers like that who can point out the fact that these guys were wrong. And, and you know, because, you know, to, to remain silent is complicit. It's, it's complicity. So, you know, kudos to him. And I, and I just want to say thank you. Also, I want to say thanks to Vince, the voice for hooking us up as well. Thank you again, um, officer, uh, or retired officer Stallworth. Thank you so much. Hey, um, Rob is going to be coming up second half of the show. So what I'm going to do, uh, Tanya be invite, I'm going to hold off on the news. We're going to go into break with the news and come out with, with Rob. Y'all cool with that? Our little, our, our, our news he works for me. All right, cool. All right. So, so with that said, let's go on and get into some tea. Let's go on. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready? Okay. Yeah, and, 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 yeah. I'm gonna I'm skip over because because uh, <laughs> anyway, I'll let Rob. Rob, Rob might be listening, so he'll probably have some comments afterwards. But let, let's get into some tea. Let's get into some t- to some tea. What's okay, you, like and we'll do the Meg D. Stallion update. It won't take that long. You know, okay. one thing that Meg has said is that she's truly traumatized by the most recent events in her life, and I think anybody can be traumatized traumatized by getting shot. Mm -hmm. But the thing she said that really let her down was her camp, you know, her so-called friends, you know, even the people that she pays, her publicist, her manager, she's like, where were you all when I was going through this? Mm -hmm. You know, let's remove any of the consequences. Let's let's just remove the whole scenario. Here was a woman who clearly needed help and the people that she thought she could depend on the most were not there. If it were me, they'd they'd be filing for COVID, they'd be filing for unemployment if they could get it. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But the other thing is, I, I shared with you last week about a petition that was sent to the Department of Homeland Security calling for the deportation of the shooter, Tory Lanes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, initially, I, as I said last week, someone from his camp called Meg a liar. And then Meg came out and she claimed that I wasn't shot just in one foot. I was shot in both feet. The mm-hmm. fact that she got shot is just all kinds of wrong right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and allegedly, um, Tory got wind of the fact that this petition was being submitted to Homeland Security. And I just say he fled to the COVID capital of this country, the state of Florida, who if you're not already there, you don't want to go in there looking for anybody. I don't know that the authorities are going to risk getting COVID and all the consequences that come with it, trying to find this little no name interloper. So he's somewhere I hear on the low, low, probably hiding in somebody's attic or closet <laughs> and sweating like like a stuck pig um, to avoid the authorities. And then there are some people who claim that they are Tory Lane super fans mm-hmm. who have started their own petition for him not to be deported. But at the end of the day, he's asked the point. He got to go. <laughs> 
Does <laughs> anybody the day, care? Not me. He can, he can go. Be gone. <laughs> Poof. <laughs> Deported. Right. Not deported, deported. Deported. You know, and again, and through this all, Meg is the winner. She's, you know, brought light to uh, relationship and domestic and all other kinds of violence. And I hope some good will come out of that. And I applaud her and I encourage her to continue to do that. Cause some of you young girls out here, you know, will put up with anything and just sacrifice your self-respect and confidence because you think somebody famous likes you. If they love you, they don't hurt you. Gotcha. Heard that many, many times over. But then we got to talk about the fact that, um, you know, again, she's winning and she's got this song out with uh, Cardi B. And if you remember some time back, you know, I think it was all set up for this whole song. Mm-hmm. There was some talk of them having beef. Well, their song, The WAP. And what's ironic is I found out what a WAP is. Or isn't what it like it WAP? Not from somebody. Isn't it? Isn't it know. like WAP? Like like that? I won't even say what it is. Let's just say if you go to <laughs> I don't know social media feed of the Academy Award winning and Grammy Award winning and multi award winning songwriter Diane Warren, mm-hmm. she will tell you what WAP means. The W is- stands the W stands for wet. The A stands for what must some people call a backside. Are you following me? Okay. And then yep. the P stands for a derogatory word about lady parts. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. Nice. Wow. Okay. So the, the consensus seems to be yes. that the right. song see, I didn't, is garbage. I had no clue, as you as you can see. Now, go ahead, go ahead, Tony B. Well, if that were WAP, me, how that a powerful song for women? It's go ahead, Tony. The WAP. Well, now see where I come. The WAP used to be a dance back in the what late eighties. <laughs> But you know, you know, here, here's, here's my here's my question, Tanya B. Tanya B. I've yes. heard I've heard WAP like BAP. You know what I mean? And I, I I've heard both, so I don't know what what the clarification is on how it's pronounced. Uh, I know. I was reading today. They say it's such a powerful song by black women. They was mad because the, the little white girl was in it. They said, "Why is she in it?" It's a powerful song by black. Yeah, they want to take her out of the video. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm good. Um, if it was a how that a powerful song by black women? If WAP is what Tyler you said, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Tony. That's what I heard. I just just say I heard that the video is fire. It reminds you of the '90s when they had these million-dollar video budgets, and they pay a little homage to little Kim with the different color wigs. I have not seen the video. I did listen to the song, and to be very honest with you, you know, yes, I'm a baby boomer, and I've heard everything from I used to listen to sneaking, you know, hear Rudy Ray Moore, what they call the party records back in the day, and mm-hmm. you know when Red Fox put out, she got to wash your ass and things like that. But what I heard of this song, I'm like, whoo, do Jesus! I couldn't get through the whole song. I'll just say it's a great payday for uh, legendary radio DJ Frank Ski because they sample his song. And here's the thing: how is it, how is it an empowering song for pe- for females? Yeah. When the hook that they use from Frank Ski says from his old club jam, there's some holes in this house. Tell me how that's empowering. Excuse Look, you. <laughs> can I, I, I go go ahead? I, I got I got some feedback, even though nobody cares because I'm 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 obviously I'm not the target. I'm not I'm not the target. Neither, neither am I. So, but you know what? Uh, some I have of these smarter young women are not yeah. the and I get it. Meg and Cardi are gonna get their coin because they both, you know, could use a couple of coins because they can't tour. I get it. Hmm. But at what cost? This video is getting uh a million hits, it clocked a million hits per hour on YouTube. So do the math. Even if they got three cents. Yeah. I saw the, the video. Math. I watched the video. Okay. I watched it. It, it you know, I, I mean I was, you know, I like you, Tanya B. I mean, I came up 1980. It was like Prince, Dirty Mind. 
the album. So, mm. so, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm right with you. I mean, I grew up Richard Pryor, Blowfly, you know, Rudy Ray, Wanda yes, Page. Darling all, you Mickey, know, yeah, so, so nothing really, nothing really shocks me. Um, nope. what I really look for is more about artistic. If you can, you know, if you can, you can be, anybody can be dirty, but can you be dirty and good? And, and the thing about like, if the really people, the people who are good at that are the people like Prince, cause Prince can do it and throw in enough double entendre without having to go there all the time. And especially when he came out, you know, with like Dirty Mind and, 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 what? uh, the I controversy. Darling album, Nikki, Darling right? Nikki. That was all the foo-foo about Darling Nikki. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, but with, with this, you know, um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I think, uh, artistically, I give it like a two out of five. Um, the only, the only, the only, <laughs> no, because I'm, I'm just telling you just lyrically, artistically, I mean, I'm a music guy. So I listen to the lyrics. I, I watch, I mean, I listen to the lyrics. And, and, you know, it, it ain't, I mean, I, from, from my standpoint, y'all heard of the artist Rhapsody, the female rapper, she, you know, Rhapsody's more my style of female rapper. Absolutely. Uh, even, even back in the day, I mean, I leaned more toward, uh, you know, uh, like MC light, you know, those, those were my favorite, uh, you know, female rappers because, and even at one point when, when Nicki Minaj started out, Nicki was a cypher, Nicki, Nicki had skills. But she kind of transformed into the Barbie thing and it just became sexual. So all, all I can say is, you know, they, you know, there's a balance, you know, it does. It does. And, and that's the oh, industry. Yeah, does, you know, so yeah. only thing I can say, and I'm, and I'm going to leave it. So let's move on to the next story. But the thing that I want to say, and, and you guys can, you know, give me feedback. Just, you know, keep it away from the young girls, the kids. Don't be playing it in the car. Uh, if you if you 20 something and you got a five year old. Don't be playing it with the five-year-old in the backseat. That, that's not fair to, to the young kids, okay? Use your parental controls because it's an adult song. It's a, it's a strip club record for the most part. And, you know, Vi, you and I came up with two live crew. So, so we, we you know, but, but I would never, as a, as a, young, as a young parent, I wouldn't, as a young parent, I wouldn't play it with my kid in the backseat. So if you're going to be, you know, oh, if, if no. women, if you love it and you want to play it, just don't play it with the young girls because young girls get sexualized early yeah. enough in life. They don't need it early. You, you, early. I, and, and But adults, I think you're you talking to, what? I think you're talking to the wind by saying that. But, but no, what I'm saying is if you grown and you love it, that's your thing. But just don't, just don't get the young girls. I don't want to, you know, I, I'd hate to see like 12 year olds going yeah. around like twerking to this. So they, you know. they don't smoke weed and these don't smoke weed in front of their kids. They don't mind playing that music in front of their kids. So. Okay. Well, all I can, I, it's, it's a request. Can I make a request? Can I make a request? All right, go on ahead, Tanya B. I'm, you can make I'm a request. Done. I'm done. You can make a request. It's a different word. Make a request. <laughs> just don't play it. Just don't play it with your four-year-old in the backseat. That's all I got. That goes to mothers and fathers. <laughs> and fathers and in some too. instances, don't grandparents. Play Please. Hello. Don't play it with your kids in the back. But don't get married. She'd be in church. Yeah, don't get mad if she get in church and singing it. Yeah. But you know what? The the word gushy is now part of the American. You got to listen to it. <laughs> and it was funny. Gushy. That's all I got to say, Ron. A liquid inside. That's all I got to say. Remember that, that bubble gum that came yes. out, what, like in the late 80s, early 90s? Gushy is no longer bubble gum, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That was it. And then now it's got a completely it's just, different meaning. Gushy yeah. just been gone off the charts for 2020. Don't make, stop saying it, Stop saying it. <laughs> stop That's all saying. I got to say. 
I gotta ask. Okay, no, you go polluting the airway. I know you polluting the airway. All right, <laughs> for you. <laughs> go ahead, Tanya B. We got we got Rob. We're just gonna, we got we're Rob just coming up, man. On right. the prayer list with Bunny DeBarge, and I'll just keep go moving. Go, and I'm gonna go. talk about uh, Common. Okay. Now there's a singer, Jaguar White, and Jaguar came out in the early 2000s. She was signed to the form, the, the label formerly known as MCA. Mm-hmm. But she was also very much a part of that Philly, Black Lily, Neo Soul, Jill Scott, The Roots, Bilal, Music Soul Child movement. Mm-hmm. And she did. She actually kind of hit a lick for a minute, had a couple of decent albums, didn't get as much promotion or or just love as they should have. Mm-hmm. But she got some uh, national endorsements to sing on. Say, I don't know if it was Walmart or one of those those, those uh, shows. Uh, you know, commercial. So she had a little coin. Then she did like, if you look at Jay-Z Unplugged, she's there as well. And she did Can't Knock the Hustle and some other things. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. But then she got married, had a baby. So now she recently kind of went on, I guess, a, a social media rant and she was talking about Common. And, you know, back then Common was part of that movement too. When he was Common Sense and he wasn't, you know, hadn't come into his own. It was probably quite you know, immature, yeah. but a uh, Jaguar goes on allegedly claiming that, um, I guess he wanted, they were kind of kicking it for a while mm-hmm. and she had kind of moved on, but they were in this, in this shared space and she woke up to, um, something that reminds you of a half smoke in her mouth that belonged to common. And that's all I'm going to say. Cause you know, Wow. You can do your own mental imagery. So she said, people think that Carmen hasn't been right since Erica Badu dumped him. She said, no, 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 no. Carmen has not been right since Lauren Hill dumped him. Wow. That mm. she was the one that allegedly really turned him out. And, you know, Carmen seems to, gr- and she kind of has a point here where she says he gratif- he gravitates to the hot girls, the people that are hot at the moment. I mean, think about it. Mm. Ex-girlfriends, Angela Rye, Serena Williams, Erica Badu. You know, and Jaguar before anybody really knew who she was. Mm-hmm. But it just seems very interesting that, you know, she uh, took the time to talk about this. And she also put the roots on blast. You know, they also were definitely, you know, they kind of started that movement in Philly. And she said that um, most recently, Malik B, the uh, co-founder of the roots that passed away, that Black Thought and Quest Love kind of just, you know, kicked him to the curb and really weren't there for him. But apparently Malik uh, left the group and part of his, uh, Passing had to do with some substance abuse related issues. So, so she's just putting everybody, and, you know, and, but just, here's the just, thing. she might have said they yeah, kicked him to the curb, but if they had tried yeah. to help this guy multiple times, yeah. and again, if he wasn't ready for it, they may have gotten frustrated and said, you know what, dude, I can't help you until you want to help yourself. And then maybe he just sunk further into the abyss of his hmm. addiction. Yeah. Well, you know, let me I say this, know. Tanya B, and let's move on from this. Be official. You know what I mean? Don't, don't come out and, you know, and, and, Use you know make allegations and be official. Well, know, she, I, I'll, I leave, I'll leave she it did. at that. She, she going to make it official. Recorded a video okay. and she said this, and you know, at this point, she's like, "What do I have to lose?" Yeah. yeah okay. I mean, we'll see. Oh, one more thing. She also claimed again back to the roots. Um, she was you know in the room when R. Kelly had come into Philadelphia, and I guess he was doing he hang out hung hung out with the roots or whatever, whatever, and. She saw what was happening, you know, with him and these allegations of these young girls. Mm -hmm. And she said she was basically told he makes people millionaires. If you want to have a career, shut the F up. And she named some of these schools in Philadelphia that were suggested to R. Kelly where he could go pick up 
little underage girls. Wow. So, so she's okay. You know, right. Let's 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 see what she's gonna come out with officially. Uh, yeah, let's see what happens next. Okay, we're gonna talk about Mariah Carey. Yeah. Now she's got this book coming out, and if you may remember the horrible movie she made, Glitter, um, she actually for several years has been friends with the rapper and radio personality the Brat. The mm-hmm. came out on on national TV and said Eminem and Mariah did not consummate their relationship, and here is why. And follow me with this. When you get all dressed up to go to the party, but you arrive too early, there is no party. <laughs> AKA, I'm, do you feel, is everybody with me? All I'm going to do is, <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's enough. They never got to do the do because he already done his do uh, before his clothes were removed. And that was the end of that. So if anything, Mariah might say he, uh, uh, he couldn't go the distance. I'll leave it at that. Okay, let's and do one more. Let's do one more. One more. Okay. <laughs> Mariah has a sister named Allison, and she's talked okay. about Allison before. Allison has had a you know almost lifelong, well, her adult life struggles with drugs and alcohol, mm-hmm. um, and prostitution to the point where she uh, has been living with AIDS. Wow. And for quite some time, Mariah supported her, paid her medical bills. And Allison had promised to kind of get herself together. And I, uh, I don't know whether it's two or three, mm-hmm. but Allison had some children. Mariah was taking care of them as well. Mm-hmm. But when Mariah saw that she'd give Allison this financial support and Allison wouldn't change anything that she was doing, trying to, you know, better herself, Mariah cut her off financially. And now Allison has come forward with a scathing allegation or two against their mother, who's now 83, and she's suing her mother. I don't know what for, Mm. because she's claiming it had not been for her mother uh, making her uh, have physical interactions with men as early as the age of 10 and being involved in these satanic rituals. And she would not have gone down the path of drug and alcohol abuse. And I think that's, it's just sad. Mariah really hasn't spoken out about that, but she, again, she has been vocal about how she's attempted to help her sister. And until Allison wants to help herself, there really isn't much Mariah can do to be honest with you. So is this going to be part of the book? She said she's going to tell it all and put it out there. And that was very healing for her. Now, how deeply she's going to go into it, mm-hmm. you know, we don't know, but okay. um, it's, it's, it's sad because I understand her sister is actually just about as talented as she is. So it's unfortunate. Okay. And then it's unfortunate as well when kids have to see, you know, this destructive path that their mother can't seem to uh, remove herself from. Okay. So, hey, let's, let's do, do your okay. chronicles or you want to do that later. Uh, we got to get I, ready I'll for I'll do it real quick. I'll just say Christian Combs was in LA earlier this week. A drunk driver hit him. He, you know, by the grace of God, only walked away with a few bump scratches and a bandaid on his face. And oh, that poor little rich kid, his Ferrari got totaled. Ooh, he'll get another one. Okay. Paris Jackson has broken up with her boyfriend, Gabriel. They had a YouTube show together and they were making music together. She said that she is thankful to him because he was there during some of her most turbulent personal times. You know, she's had issues with the cutting, mm-hmm. uh, with the yeah. drugs, alcohol, and the suicide attempt. So she said that I'm um, sure, you know, she's making music and don't expect her to be a carbon copy of her father. And then lastly, Zonique Pullins, the daughter of uh, T.I. and Tiny, uh, announced actually during a radio interview 
uh, with uh, actually it was a Zoom interview type situation <laughs> that she was expecting a baby. Yeah. And I heard that mm. T.I.'s face got tight and his jaw got tight because he did not know about it, <laughs> but he hadn't seen her. And some people just don't show. You know, she's a relatively young lady. So mm. it's interesting that last week she was on social media talking about being all Nicki Minaj and whatnot. Mm. And then she came back and retracted the statement, took it down, saying, oh, no, no, I'm not pregnant. But oh, yes, 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 she is. How about mm. five months pregnant? So wow. come Christmas time, T.I. I and Tiny may have a Christmas baby. And I w- wish her the best. And her boyfriend, what is his name? Wait a minute. This guy, his name is. He's a rapper for Band Slinger, is he? Band mm-hmm. something. Well, you know what? I wish them all. The, I wish them the best. I wish them the best. I'm going to leave it at that. I wish them the best. Okay. Well, let's put it like this. Mm-hmm. Isn't it interesting? These rappers nobody ever heard of. Vivica Fox married the rapper 6ix9ine. Never even, his, his record never got released. Yeah. And then uh, Keisha Cole's sister, Nephi, had the rapper solo. Don't know where he is. So here's another who the F is this guy rapper that. <laughs> anyway, Zonique, you know, she said that um, she's not even trying to think about getting married right now because <laughs> she thinks it's far more of a challenge to be a parent. So we shall see, but I'm sure she'll have all the support and the help that she needs. So unlike some other people who may struggle, mm-hmm. eh, she won't have to be. Good stuff. So, good stuff. Tanya B. That's it. My tea is done. I appreciate you. you. Thank you so much for your tea. Here's what we're going to do. Let's go. Let's do these uh, news headlines and we'll be right back with Rob Redding. The debate in Congress over pandemic funding continues. White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows said he is not optimistic on reaching an agreement soon on a deal for the next round of legislation to provide relief to Americans hit hard by the coronavirus. The biggest issue is the $600 monthly federal unemployment benefit. Republicans want to significantly reduce that payment, while Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin said the government has to get control of the budget. We have to be careful about not piling on enormous amounts of debt for future generations. So the president's determined to spend what we need to spend, and we're acting very quickly now. Mnuchin on ABC's This Week, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says that's not good enough. We are unified in our support for the $600. They are in disarray on uh, many of their members in the Senate. Republican members don't want any addition. Pelosi also told This Week that when unemployment drops, the federal support could also drop. President Trump's own advisors are now saying Election Day will be held on November 3rd as planned. Several White House officials made the announcement on the Sunday talk shows. Thursday, Mr. Trump suggested delaying the elections, an idea that was immediately rejected by both Democrats and his fellow Republicans in Congress, which happens to be the only branch of government with the ability to make such a change. In a newly released interview, President Trump told HBO's Axios program that he thinks his administration is handling the coronavirus pandemic well. I think it's under control. I'll tell you what. How? A thousand Americans are dying a day. They are dying. That's true. And you ha- it is what it is. But that doesn't mean we are doing everything we can. It's under control as much as you can control it. On another subject, he was asked about the legacy of John Lewis, but his answer got personal. He didn't come to my inauguration. He didn't come to my say to the union speeches and that's okay that's his right and again nobody has done more for black americans than i have he should have come we told you we would mark this milestone this week and now we have Georgia is the fifth state in the U.S. to hit 200,000 confirmed COVID-19 cases. The state's Department of Public Health says the total number of cases in Georgia is 201,713. The biggest concern is our positivity rate of 11%. 
Basically, that means for every 100 people tested, 11 are coming back positive. The positivity rate in Georgia has been increasing since June 18th, when it was 8.4%. The rate has been flat or has increased every day since June. There have been nearly 4,000 COVID deaths in the state. The exact number is 3,984 since the last update. Congressional Democrats offered to reduce a proposed coronavirus aid package by $1 trillion if Republicans would add a trillion dollars to their counteroffer. But White House negotiators turned them down today as talks ended without an agreement. President Trump says he may issue an executive order to deal with parts of the package with focus on evictions and jobless benefits. That would be a Band-Aid and not a solution to the problem, according to Senator Chuck Schumer. Delaying evictions is necessary, but not sufficient. Because once those once the delay is over, the tenant owes a tremendous amount of money. And by the way, the landlord, many of whom are small little landlords, haven't gotten paid and they can't pay their mortgages and their bills. Oh, yeah, it is. Um, you know, hopefully uh, we'll be able with Rob. And, and let me let me let me just make sure Rob's listening. Rob, you can come on up, man. Uh, definitely. Uh, you know, I, I see him. He's in the room. So we're going to bring him up in just a minute. But, um, you know, as I mentioned, Rob and I have known each other for a while, man. Started off as a radio DJ, did his thing with Sirius XM. Um, he is the first talk program with a successful uh, standalone global subscription following, which is phenomenal. Uh, he owns his content, which is great. Uh, the first subscriber supported um, Black News aggregate uh, Aggregation uh, website and the oldest award-winning Black News aggregation website, uh, the global representative of author, radio host. And I got to ask him about smear painting because uh, he's about to come up. There he is, Rob Redding. And I, I do have to ask Rob about smear painting because, Rob, can you hear me okay? I can see you, man. How you doing, bro? I'm well, and you? Man, I am great. I've been I've been giving you kudos. Oh, I'm and, wonderful. I'm wonderful. <laughs> and, watching, and watching your lips move. So, uh, so welcome to the show, man. Okay. I know, right. Thank you for coming on the G podcast. I was just explaining. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it, man. Hey, you know, uh, I'm honored. We're honored to have you on, man. I've known you for a while and I was explaining to people that, uh, that you and I go back to, uh, to another life for me. And, and I was running your show when you were on a network and, and your show was going out to a lot of different affiliates with your black talk. You've always been writing news review, man, but, uh, what you're doing now, man, especially you and I have the conversation about owning your content. Just phenomenal, man. And, and how many books have you done Rob total with the new book coming out? How many books does it make for you? I have authored, um, this will be my 11th book coming out on next Monday. Awesome. Awesome. So 11 books with 11 books under your belt. The new book is dark soul. It's going to be out in a few weeks. And I want to ask the question because you had you and I had the conversation about the importance of this book. Why is this book important now with Black Lives Matter and everything we're dealing with? This book is important because of what's going on now in the country with Black Lives Matter. Um, uh, This book was one of the books, actually, that I just got an epiphany and I just started writing. And I didn't I didn't think about anything that was going on in the country. As a matter of fact, Aubrey hadn't died yet. George Floyd hadn't died yet. No one had died yet um, recently in this spate of of deaths that we've seen. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had just gotten 
some coverage of a book that I wrote some time ago called Why Black Lives Matter uh, by the uh, American Philosophical Association. And um, they covered a book that literally was written in 2015 about why Black Lives Matter and my theory of origination and talking about how Black people are the original man uh, and so the original people on Earth. This book deals with Black people as souls and the reason why whites find black people uh, not worth saving. And so this book came at just a time when everybody's talking about, well, why, you know, why is it that, you know, people don't make the connection? Why is it that with George Floyd that we saw when he started talking about his mother, who's on the other side, who's dead, Mm -hmm. mama help, you know, which is eerie to even watch. I mean, I haven't even seen the video. I can't watch it. I still haven't seen it. Like I stopped watching these because we're traumatizing ourselves over and over again. And how traumatizing is it for the people's family? But the point is, I can imagine watching your loved one die on television and saying, we've got new footage of someone dying on television. It happens to be someone who is related to them being able to watch that. That's just really tragic. If you ever had anybody die in front of you, that's really difficult. But my point is, is that he's calling to his mother who's beyond the grave, the soul of his mother. Mm-hmm. And dark soul is one of those things that deals with Black Lives Matter deals with this type of material, deals with how white people have us seeing our own souls and even the controversial nature of us calling our souls dark souls. So so where where do you stand when where what place are you in now, Rob? Well socially we're in a we're in a very strange time. You know, last night I was having dinner uh, uh, last night I was having dinner in West Village and I posted on my Instagram all of these people um, who are protesting Black Lives Matter. And it's funny, I saw literally hundreds of bikes when I say hundreds, I mean hundreds. You you could see the scroll. I actually it was a three minute it was a three minute taping of the the, the bike cyclist going by, mm-hmm. and I literally shortened it to thirty six seconds. It mm-hmm. was literally three minutes and forty six seconds, and I sped it up, okay, because I, I knew that it would be too long to to put up. But what, one of the things that that's really interesting is none of those people, maybe ten percent of those people, were black. And I, and I look at what's going on in Portland. And I look at, you know, the, the, the impetus, and I've seen this before, where white folks are just kind of taking over our causes. And some people are like, oh, yes, they're taking over our causes. They're telling us for this benevolent, these benevolent white folks to, to, to do that. The only problem is, is where is Occupy? Occupy was one of those movements. Where is that now? Um, I, I just think that it's really incumbent upon us that we have to take the bull by the horns about our own issues. And I don't think we're doing that enough. I, I was dismayed to see that last night. So I, I think that uh, black people have to be more engaged about what's going on. I know that, that there are some people out there that say, well, you definitely got to vote got, you know, get out for Joe Biden. But, you know, I'm an independent, so I'm not going to tell you to do that because some people are like, vote. As long as you vote, vote somebody. And they, they don't really mean that. They mean vote for their candidate. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was funny. I was in a park the other day, actually the same day, and there was a person that was like, vote, you know, get out and vote. And then at the end, he said, vote for Joe Biden. And so it's funny because people want you to vote, but they want you to vote for the person they want you to vote for. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, politically and socially, we're in a weird time where we don't want Trump, but Biden doesn't seem, you know, anybody says, well, you don't vote for me, you're not black. I mean, come on, hello. I mean, we got issues, lots of issues, politically and socially in this country that are not going to be solved anytime soon. You, you've made it very clear on your show that um, Trump should be impeached because he's a racist. Um, you said that several times on your show. You've been pretty consistent with it. Uh, and, and I know you still feel the same, feel that way. Um, with 
the fact that you feel he should have been impeached just for being a racist. Are you an advocate for Biden or, or do you like, for example, we're dealing with the Kanye West. I call it the intercession uh, to where Kanye is jumping in to siphon off votes. You, uh, you're not an advocate for that. So, um, you know, at, at what point do we just say the lesser of two evils is going to be Biden until we can find a better candidate? Well, yeah, it's going to be Biden until we can find a better candidate. Kanye West is a tool. Um, you know, it, it's funny. I, I, I had a few observations on the show that I would just like to repeat here for anybody that doesn't listen to the show. You should listen to the show. But anybody who does listen to the show, number one, I've never seen Trump have someone who doesn't like him, who opposes him, that he doesn't tweet about and tweet about negatively. That let me know right there that he was a tool mm-hmm. uh, and that they were working in tandem. Number two, I believe that's the reason why Kanye West is if he's getting a divorce from uh, Kim K or Kim K West, as he calls her, it is because he is working in tandem with Trump. And then the third thing, and these are the most obvious things that we've seen, the Republicans are helping get signatures. Well, it didn't work out too well in Wisconsin. We see that those signatures were rejected because many of them were like Mickey Mouse and Daffy Duck. People yeah. would sign. But again, I think that this is another reason that we're seeing in this is because Trump is really one of those people that believes that Kanye West is actually some kind of savior for him uh, to black people uh, because it, it says, you black people, because remember what he told his lawyer, attorney Michael Cohen, he said, yeah. black people are not smart enough to vote for me, even though even though they should vote for me, they're not smart enough. Look at how they live. Look at, you know, when he went through Chicago with Michael Cohen. Yes, I do believe Michael Cohen's testimony should have gotten him impeached. So his, instead of, right now it's not advantageous for Trump to be out there saying, look at what I've done for black people. And Trump's got a record for black people. He's done some things to help black people. Mm-hmm. Alright? But he he doesn't he can't use that right now because of Black Lives Matter. He wants to appear tough. He doesn't want to say, "Look, I let you guys off in sentencing. I've lightened sentences. I let people out of jail." That's not popular at a time where he's talking about we're going to enforce, uh, you know, keep the boot on the black folks' necks. We're going to make sure that you know statues don't fall. We're going to. That's not popular with white folks. So his way of uh, of helping black people is to put. Kanye West, in his deluded thinking, put Kanye West out there because niggas don't understand that they should be voting for me in the first place. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I mean, we, we're talking to Rob Redding Jr., uh, Redding News Review. Uh, there's a bit of a delay. So thank you all for for hanging in with us. I want to just say thank you, Rob, for for jumping in. But but let me ask you, man, I just saw Vernon Jones, who uh, and you were probably near Atlanta, in Atlanta. Uh, Vernon Jones is a um, state representative for for Georgia, and he is, uh, I guess, one of the leading voices of blacks for Trump in Georgia. What do you say to people who are engaged in black for Trump? What do you say to them? Uh, Well, I mean, Joe Biden, uh, (laughs) I I, I can have my Joe Biden moment and say anybody votes for Trump is a black. Uh, I (laughs) I don't know what to tell. Tell you, if you have to be paying attention, this guy has retweeted racists that have said uh, white power and then deleted the tweet. He has told his attorney, Michael Cohen, look at how they live. They're not smart as vote for me. I would never let a black guy get win apprentice. These are all things he said. I don't have to make it up. He said in Charlottesville, um, there was trouble on both sides. He's called us black and brown people in shithole countries. I'm just like, I'm not at this point, really, if you're going to vote for Trump, I, I really have serious questions. But Joe Biden is just as problematic, you know. So, I mean, people 
something a rocket heart like what should i do what should i do well we should change the political system like seriously change the political system i mean just look at what's going on with unemployment right now and the fact that trump is supposedly having to step in to save his economy and people are saying well you know what you know that's not enough or we don't know what the states are going to do whether these things are actually going to happen whether he can legally do that you know it's really a bad system we have to change it but Vernon does not have the answer this upcoming week as we tape the podcast biden's he's about to make a decision on his vp choice who do you think would be a good VP choice to make it better or yes. make this, I guess, make the medicine go down? Um, and look, I like I like, you know, I'm an independent, so I'm not a Democrat. And I don't think that any. First of all, there is no presidential candidate, whether it's Trump, whether it's Joe Biden, that wins because of their VP. That doesn't happen in America. So true. So true. In politics. First of all, they run on the same ticket. You don't you don't get more votes. Yeah. You don't get more votes based on your VP. Now. In the case of Joe Biden, maybe we're looking at Joe Biden as possibly dying or being physically incapacitated. But that has to, that argument has to work for Trump because I think Trump is crazy as hell because of lack of sleep and because he's old and, and he's maybe having some senior moments himself. I mean, people think he's sharp, but I don't think so. Not especially when he what, what did he call um uh, uh what is it uh uh, uh, th- uh Thailand uh Thailand or something like I'm just like what is this man talking about? The point is is that if you're looking at a VP choice. Uh, I like Harris personally. I just I just like her. I don't think she's been campaigning correctly, even when she campaigned for president. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she's my favorite pick because I would do it differently. People are like, well, she locked people up. Well, that's what you're supposed to do when you're the attorney general. I lock people up. And that's niggas included. I lock <laughs> niggas up that were behaving badly <laughs> in the hood. I lock them up. Niggas is a, is a nasty, mean, negative, pejorative term for me. It's mm-hmm. not one of, hey, nigga, how you doing? No, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't believe in that. I think niggas are bad. I lock bad people up, whether they're white, black, red, yellow, polka dot, they're niggas, they're bad people. They went to jail. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Hey, man, um, I got to ask you one more thing, and I'm going to throw it to one of my other co-hosts here. But one of the things you're known for is your love for number 44. <laughs> but- don't, don't don't go. You're you're. And I'm oh. I'm joking when I say your love, but but your your a lot of your your commentary has run it in odds or at odds with uh, the 44th president of the United States. Where do you stand in 2020 when you look back on the Obama years, man? Where do you stand? Obama's an opportunist, you know, and I can't. Blame them. I mean, black people think he's the Pope, you know, like he think that he's the black savior. He's the black Jesus. He's a mediocre speaker. Um, he was a great president for white people and for gay people. That should appeal to me since I'm a part of the LGBTQ plus community. But the fact, fact is, is that a lot of people thought he was going to be the black president, the black savior. He wasn't those things. What, he still hasn't been to Ferguson. Do you realize that Obama has still never been to Ferguson? Wow. He was only able to tamp down the violence after Al Sharpton didn't work out when Eric Holder went. I mean, look, the, at the end of the day, now he's supposed to like kingmaker and come in with Black Lives Matter when he was like, you know what? They really need to calm down. They need to be nonviolent. And then when there was violence, he was like, sometimes violence solves problems. Yeah, sometimes it's all fun. I was just like, what the hell? He doesn't know whether he's going or coming. He doesn't know whether he wants to be in the hands of the elites or the hands of the people. Have you seen him march anywhere with anybody Black Lives Matter? We talk about all those white people passing on bicycles. No Barack Obama. Look, 
at the end of the day, Barack Obama and I have history. It's very clear. You can read my book, Not Another Violent Negro, about that, how I survived Obama. But I haven't changed on Obama. I still think he was a great president for white people, a great president for gay people, but not a great president for black people. And that still holds true today. All right. Hey, y'all. Vi, do you have any comments? When it comes to Obama, I just think he did what he could. I, don't, I really don't like you said. I don't think he did a lot for the black people, but I think he did what he could after when it came to the uh, who he's dealing with. Okay. Because the Republican ran, Republican ran the Senate. It, basically, anything he tried to uh, get approved, it shot it down. So I think he tried to get what he could. Address that point. Apple, yeah. No. Yeah. But I think he did what he could. But I'm like, yeah, I don't think he's a safe. Rob, Rob, what do you what do you think? Me. Do you think that's a fair assessment that you you're being too hard because he did what he could? I don't think he did what he could. Um, look, you know, he could have gone. He could have gone to Ferguson. He could have. He could have gone to some amazing grace there. I thought him singing Amazing Grace was insulting. And when it was in Mother Emanuel, I mean, why does the president of the United States need to sing Amazing Grace to soothe the tensions of this country? How about you actually do something politically to soothe the tensions? When you talk about what he's done in terms of the blue laws, he's actually empowered the police that are kicking our ass. So I don't know what he did, what he could. He did the things that he could for people. People that put money in his pocket. And he was very clear. Let me be clear. Black Enterprise 2012, right before he got into the office for that last term, what did he say? He said, I'm not going to be the black president. Don't expect me to be the black president. That is his record. That's what he decided to do. But conversely, the pendulum swung the other way with Donald Trump. Hmm. And now Donald Trump is the president for white people. And he makes no mistake about it. I'm with them, not with you. Good point. Tanya B, any questions? You got a question for Rob? I guess what I have is more than a comment. And I know we don't get into a whole lot of this um, Kanye for president stuff. But, you know, it's I read that article in Forbes and you know, I was like, are they pimping his mental illness he knows that they're using him and he's okay with it you know and 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 i know there is probably a lot of a lot more underlying layers to this thing than you know we probably know but you know the fact that almost every state that he's been attempting to get on the ballot in either he didn't make it he got charged with electoral fraud in new jersey you know, for those same Mickey Mouse, Daffy Duck, Daisy Duck signatures. And again, I believe in Illinois, I think New Jersey was 600 signatures. And then I believe Illinois was somewhere in the, it was over a thousand. I believe, you know, sad but true. If there are people that will vote for 45 again, I think there is a faction of people that would, even if he weren't on the ballot, would write in Kanye's name just because. And, you know, and, you know it, I just always say he's a poster child for, you know, for off your med mental illness. And, you know, I wonder, like you were saying, with this whole thing with Kim K, is it going to come to a situation where she's like, I didn't sign up for this. I'm out of here. You know, four kids or not. Or, you know, I, I just shake my head. That's just my, my comment. And like I said, I know there's probably so much more of this that we don't know. But I'm like, is anybody ever going to put a muzzle on Kanye? Or is he going to have to hurt himself before... Good, good question. Nothing else changes, you know, because at the end of the day, I think, you know, he called Chris Jenner, um, Chris Jung, I think it was. Yeah. Um, and, you know, she's not going to let him mess up the bag. So I still believe somewhere in some dark room in America, she's probably trying to figure out something to either, you know, quiet him down or make it so that he cannot leave the Dominican Republic. I don't know. OK. OK. Rob. So so let's let's sum it up and just. I want to ask, is it a good strategy for them to use Kanye? 
Well, well, I agree. I, 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 don't, I didn't hear all the question, but I agree with what she said. I misspoke also. I said Wisconsin. I think he's in the Valley of Wisconsin. Illinois is what I meant to say about the signatures being bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, Kanye West is a train wreck. And uh, hopefully he doesn't injure himself. We all know Kanye is crazy, but, you know, he said he's crazy. Like, he said that, you know what, that, I, you know, it's my superpower. So, I mean, look, I, I'm a Kanye West fan with his music, not so much with his politics, bottom line. Rob, hey, man, uh, you know, first, man, thank you again for coming on today. But here's the thing. I want you, your book is coming out on August 17th. How do people get the book? It's going to be on Amazon.com. It's going to be on Amazon.com worldwide, Dark Soul. Uh, and this is my 11th book. I'm very excited about it. It's going to deal with Black Lives Matter. It's going to talk to you about why black people are seen the way they are in the spirit world. And that is exactly what George Floyd was talking about when he was talking about his mother and his mother helped him. He was crossing over talking directly about his mother. This book is going to be perfectly timed to deal with a lot of issues as it relates to Black Lives Matter, which also builds on why Black Lives Matter, my other book that came out in 2015. If you want uh, to get the book, just go to the website or go uh, to Amazon.com or my website, ReadingNewsReview.com. That's ReadingNewsReview.com. Also, one more thing, man. You do a daily show. We carry, uh, and I want to thank you for allowing us to carry the show on Sunday. How do people subscribe to your daily, your content, Monday through Friday? How do people subscribe to your content? They just go to the website at ReadingNewsReview.com, and the subscription link is right there. Or you can go to my personal website at Rob reading.com and you can or robertreading.com either one works and you can subscribe directly uh there at uh my website rob reading or readingnewsreview.com that's reading like otis reading sitting on the dock of the bay yes my family but it's not my money or reading california however you want to spell it i still reading r-e-d-d-i-n-g newsreview.com on the world wide excellent man hey i just want to say thank you uh for jumping on um, you're in a new spot, right? You moved from where you had been before, right? So how long have you been in your new spot? I'm, I'm curious. Don't tell everybody where you live, man, because you're talking about Obama. I've been in my new <laughs> spot uh, in Brooklyn ever since. Well, everybody knows I live in Brooklyn. Uh, it's fine. Um, I, I live in Brooklyn. I moved from one part of Brooklyn from Bushwick to another part of Brooklyn. And so um, I moved here in July, uh, what, uh, what, July 1st. Good deal. Good deal. So I'm very excited. Excellent, man. I have one quick question. Yeah. Are you talk, are you talking about Brooklyn? You didn't ask me about, you didn't ask me about uh, Cardi B and Megan. Ah, see, I didn't know if he wanted to go there. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't, did you hear what I said about that? We, we, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Like, no, no, hang on, hang on, Tanya B. Because I want to know, Rob, go ahead. Cardi B and, and Megan. I remember, I'm a DJ. That's okay. what I'm saying. I, I, I'm a DJ, and so I think it's great that Frank Ski's making his money. First of all, let me just say, Frank Ski's for she's a congratulations. <laughs> yeah. okay, if you still want to get paid off something you made like several years ago that was not as good as this, that's great because <laughs> I love the record. The record's incredible, and I know that we're supposed to be sexually repressed and all of that. And we don't really have sex. I don't know how we got here, but we, we got here through some through some raw dog baby making music that's what we got here through and this is one of those things you know the young kids they don't talk finesse they don't talk about you know i love your eyes so much and they don't talk about having sex with great bruce they just talk about having sex with each other and they talk about private parts very openly yeah certainly i think these artists are going to grow i mean you know latifah unity back in the day at some point 
Cardi B, at some point, Megan Thee Stallion, they all do those types of records. But right now, you know, Cardi B is a stripper, man. She was a stripper. <laughs> a stripper. All right? I come from a world where we, we we literally have sex with men. And we we at least admit to it. I'm bisexual. I have sex with men. I have sex with women. Bottom line is, I, I don't find talk of gussy. We call it bussy in the in the uh, in the boy world, you know, boy pussy, mm. boy p- bussy. We call it bussy. That might be too much, Rob. That's too much information, but that's what we call it. At the end of the day, some repressed people that pretend like we don't have sex might have a problem mm. with the fact that they're talking about having sex and they're wet gussy. But I don't have a problem with it because I like both pussy and or, or gussy and bussy. They're both. Oh, good. I like pussy all the way around. However, you want to flip it. Well, there you well, go. You, know, interesting. You, you bring that up. <laughs> Let's go back to you talk about how people talk about things and some. I guess these young people are more overt about it because you yeah. think about songs like the Hoochie Coochie Man. Oh, that was so nasty. Mm-hmm. And even before the two live crew and whatnot. And you think about songs like uh, Hoochie Coochie Man. And, oh, remember Roll With Me, Henry? And they had to change it to Dance With Me, Henry. Or even when LaBelle put out Lady Marmalade, they had to change it to Will You Dance With Me? I'm like, People sleep together all the time. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. And I'm not mad at them getting their coin. I'm not mad at Frank Ski getting his coin. Again, I just say maybe I need to listen to this song and sit with it a little <laughs> bit longer. But I don't know how there's some hoes in this house is empowering to women. And I don't get That's me wrong. What I'm I was in Baltimore <laughs> when that song came out. So I am not hating on that song at all. It is what it is. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. I have a problem with song because we okay, we okay, Donald Trump. <laughs> I don't have a problem with song. Thing is, how is that empowering for black women though? Okay, Rob. I'm, 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 Rob? My thing with you is, you said what it was. It's a booty song. It's a sex song. Most that's of the time, there are. That's Most everything you're hearing out there is booty and sex songs, and we're hearing it more because the clubs, strip clubs, are closed. But my my problem, that, I don't have a problem. That's great. Then say that's what it is. But don't say it's empowering black women. It is not empowering black women. It's a sex song, and there's nothing wrong with that. So say that's what it is. It's a sex song, like you said. It's a sex song. But don't say. Okay. It's all I can women. say is all I can say is is that there are many feminists that would argue that having this type of forum for them is empowering. That's all I'm going to say. That's what they argue. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to touch that one there. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, you ain't a black feminist. <laughs> <laughs> Unless my glasses are just too fogged up. <laughs> hey, man, okay, Rob. Okay, David Banner. Okay, David Banner. <laughs> hey, Rob. Okay, hey, man. That, you know, and, and, and let me let me say before Vi falls out of this chair. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew, I knew, I knew, okay. Rob, you, you, you didn't, okay. you didn't disappoint. Uh, <laughs> hey, man, again, thank you so much. And Rob, your information is always, yeah. always on our podcast page uh, to send people uh, to Reading News Review uh, every week, man. Absolutely. Uh, thank you again for having me. Remember, ReadingNewsReview.com, subscribe there. Uh, books out August 17th in what, a week or so. Uh, Amazon.com is on the website. ReadingNewsReview.com as well. Please subscribe. Thank you so much for having me on hey, man. every Sunday at noon Eastern. I really appreciate it. He shout out, shout out, out Timothy, man. Tell Timothy, you know, because I know Timothy got you 
uh, got you oh, time. Oh, did I say it too fast? Shout, no, no, no. I just, I just said shout out to Timothy, man. Thank, say hello to Timothy. Thank, Thank you, you Rob. so much. I really appreciate it. Take care, man. I'll see you, bro. I think I'm going to have to make right. him some soul <laughs> food. You. you know, it's Sunday. I'll make him some soul food. Give it up, man. Rob Redding mm-hmm. Jr., thank you so much, mm-hmm. you know, for being on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vi, Vi will, Vi, you know, this show, Vi will <laughs> never be the same. And, uh, you know, because Vi, how, how can you, how, how do you describe Vi on the show, Tanya B.? David, I don't know. David I thought I was Banner. Normal. No, he ain't David, David Banner. Banner. Oh, he's on. He's he's David. Ban- he's David Banner in look only. But <laughs> now, I think he has some. David Banner. I mean, he is. David Banner is an intelligent person. He yeah, was yeah, smart yeah. enough to get out of the rap game and become an entrepreneur. So I am not mad at him. Oh, is he a doubt. When he is goes back to filming that TV show on Bounce, uh, on Bounce, Saints and Sinners, you can be his standard. Yeah, so, they paying? I take it. There you go. No, but but really and truly, y'all, uh, let me give it up one time for Rob Redding Jr. And and y'all, you know, I'll, I'll chop it up for y'all on the live show who who are listening in, uh, you know, because uh, in some cases he's in New York, he's in Brooklyn, you know, he's been uh, you know Bushwick. I think he said you you had a chance to hear it, um, and and uh, you know he's been there since July first, and the connection is a little weird. But, uh, you know, it's cool. We're going to make it work. Uh, when you listen to the podcast, it's going to you know, be pristine and solid. But uh, I, I really, you know, thank Rob for coming on. And, and he does not do many interviews. I'll tell you that. So I'm really appreciative for, you know, for the fact that he came on. The new book, y'all, is uh, new book is Dark Soul. It comes out August 17th. And uh, again, the podcast, uh, our podcast page has all of his information on it. So if you're interested in getting the book. Uh, at his website, or you can just go to Amazon and get the book as well. All right, hey, y'all. Um, now, any any last, Vi, you got any last comments before we move on from Rob? <laughs> I still think, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> He's a little harsh on the bone. <laughs> My thing is, he is the only black president we got. Can we, can we, we had. be proud of him? <laughs> yeah, I guess we we still, <laughs> historically, we still have him. Yeah. yeah. He's the only one we, he's the only one we had. Yeah. I mean, we can be we can be proud of him. Like he is not the savior. Yeah, but we can be proud of. Him. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Tanya B. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think people looked at Obama as you know, yes, he was the first black president, the black president, but he was elected to do things for all people. And sometimes I, I have a little bit of a struggle with people think, oh, he's the black president. He's going to do everything black people want him mm-hmm. to do. But he just like if with Trump, you see Trump doing everything. Uh, Forty five. I'm sorry, for you know, doing people. everything for white people, and we're mad. How can we be mad at that? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you're supposed to, you know, at the end of the day, you're elected by uh, Obama was elected by, by more than just black people. So he just and and the other one too. I'm sure some people that look like all of us voted for him. It's supposed to be for everybody. And people have to, you know, not think that, oh, just because he's a black president or John Lewis was a black, um, you know, a politician, he was representing people of color and people who were not of color or other minorities and sexual orientations and everything else. You know, you don't get elected to it by excluding, you know, the other guy. So I'll say that. And I must tell you all this weekend okay. about cooking. I'm now on a seafood thing. And I guess I'm paying homage to my former hometown, Boston. Mm-hmm. Well, not my former. That is my hometown. Uh-oh. Uh, with the return <laughs> of the shrimp burger. And now we're also, as soon as I can get them to be a little bit 
more thought out, we're doing the Boston lobster rolls. And the real lobster rolls made with butter and not a lot of mayonnaise, just so you all know. Oh. And that's what we're doing here this weekend. That's hot. That's hot. That's what's up. And I'm going to go ahead and play your music for you since we had to make it official for your Sunday. Thank you. Now, you can still take seafood, you can take shrimp, and you can take lobster, and you can still put some soul stank on it, and it's still good. It is. Absolutely. And it's not fried. It is yeah. not fried. Although I did have, I did fried oysters on Friday night. Seafood is good. Either way you serve it. Good stuff. Good. I agree. Yes, so. I agree. Hey, y'all, I got to say congrats to um, our our $25 Amazon gift card winner for the week. And, and all I have is what was emailed to me. Uh, user 233-259-169, because they just set up the account. And then emailed it to me from SoundCloud. So congrats, user 233-259-169. Because when you sign on to SoundCloud, if you don't change the name, you know how it does. It just keeps that user number. So yeah. congratulations. I appreciate it. We appreciate it. User yes, 233-259-169. Thank you so much. And of course, and you can still somebody. get in on it. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Get, you can still get yeah, on. Tell somebody. We, uh, and, you, and you know, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, he sent me a, uh, one of our, uh, I say our super fans sent me a message. Why can't I win? KW, yes, he can. I hope you, you know what? Because you enter. can win. Enter. And, you know, he should. And, absolutely. I don't, I don't know why you told absolutely. him. Absolutely. That was wrong. That was hard. I was only, I was just kidding. I was just kidding. I yeah. was just kidding. So yeah, he K- would, think, yeah. would not think the fix was in. But yeah. if anybody deserves one, I say KW. K Dub, get up in here, man. You 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 can win. Um, and all you have to do, y'all, is follow the G Podcast on SoundCloud. That's one. After you sign up, which is free, uh, email your SoundCloud username to our email address. This is the G Podcast at Gmail, and then just listen for your name. And that's it. That's all you got to do, y'all. That's all, black folk. You ain't gotta. Um, you know, we ain't asking you to come on the show and talk about Obama. We ain't doing that. <laughs> That's funny as hell. I'm sorry, y'all. I just, I just like having that conversation because it just, you know, here, here's my thing about my thoughts on, on the whole Obama controversy or, or, you know, opinion on, on how he did as president. You know, I, I look at it as, you know, any president is, he's a government official, man. He ain't, your, he ain't the bra, you know, um, who on the corner who, who's going to hook you up. He ain't the hookup man. He- but so, you mean peanut and them? Yeah, yeah. So, so I think you know. Ultimately, I look at every president, you know, as as uh, you know. I mean, when they become president, you know, any any kind of ties. Well, with with the exception of forty five, that's a different story. But um, you know, bottom line is, you know, a president is a government official, uh, and and you know, on that note, uh, you know, you have to know when to trust and when not to trust. And, um, you know, a lot of the promises that were made before he got into office, um, you know, he didn't keep. And but but that's the nature of that office. There's so many presidents who do the same thing. You know, this one has not kept any of the major promises. I'm still, you know, still looking for Mexico to pay for the wall. We yeah, still, where's the wall? We still, we still hadn't seen his taxes. So you know, all and, politicians lie. He's a politician. And, Bottom line, he's a politician. Stop, I don't and stop. Li- stop lying. Well, I don't. I don't hold politicians to the quote unquote savior uh, status. No, no They're not. He he is but, he is a politician. He can, They're politicians. He can, he, can, huh? he can start giving out false information about the pandemic. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're doing good. Yeah, that's that's Children just horrible. Can't get it. That's just horrible. Children don't die. Yeah, this is horrible. He's he's a horrible man. 
you know, beyond that. Uh, hey, y'all, you can you can check us out. Follow us on um, follow us at uh, the G Podcast One on uh, Instagram on uh, well, actually on Twitter at the G Podcast One on Facebook and Instagram. You can follow us at this is the G Podcast. Uh, just a couple of things before we go, and I'll throw it to you if you've got anything, Tanya B. But I want to just say to Lena Wait. Let me give her 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 applause. Lena Wait, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for rescuing Keisha on the shot. I just want to say thank you for ending that. <laughs> that also. <laughs> thank you so much. The world you is the world is a better place. You almost make you almost make one look at this show. The the world is a better place now that Ke- she messed up. She messed up her she she's she's gonna it's gonna take a lot of psychological work, but She's out. The other thing I do want to just say, um, go ahead, Vi. What'd you say? Yeah, I'm gonna saw someone in there said, please mm-hmm. end this Keisha drum. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm just glad it's over. <laughs> also, um, y'all, y'all, y'all know the guy who plays uh Captain America. You know the actor who plays Captain America, uh Marvel in the Marvel universe. Right. The- he, I can't keep up. Um, but okay. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I know. I know. But he has launched. What have done now? He launched a new website, which I think is very, very cool. And I'm going to post it on our our, our podcast page. Uh, it is called a starting point, and uh, had a chance to see it uh, and hear him talk about it. And it is a for anybody who is like dumb to politics, who knows nothing about politics, go to a starting point. And you can go through all the issues on the website and they have video of the congressional, the you know, Congress, Senate, you know, just everyone in government explaining things. They have a pro versus, you know, pros and cons. Uh, it's a hell of a website. Uh, not only is it a website, it's also an app. So if, if you say, man, I hate politics, I know nothing about this, but I need to prepare myself for the election and understand what these folks are talking about. Then go to his. I mean, it's a it's a great website, and I, I applaud him uh, as an actor. Um, this is the kind of stuff our black, you know, actors, and, and a lot of them are doing it. But we need more um, of our, our our musicians and and our, our our entertainment people to do things like this, man. So I, I really have to give him his props for a starting point dot com. I'll have that on the podcast page. Also, and I don't even know her name. Y'all may know her name, but thanks to Michigan's governor for declaring racism a health crisis. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> it is. It is a health crisis. Yes. She said, oh, racism. she said racism. Yeah, and I, I can't think look. of her name, but I heard that she was on the short list of uh, Joe Biden's VP. Picks. Yeah, yeah, she is. Uh, and, but, but I will tell you it is. I mean, you know, even be rice. When, when you had it's, Michelle Obama, it's be rice. Oh God. I, Mm, that's another show. That's a whole show. I don't even want to go there. But I will say the whole thing with with this uh, racism uh, is a health crisis. Even when the former first lady comes out and said, you know, she's suffering from mild depression, you know, because of the fact that, you know, because of the whole racist environment um, and the, the protest, uh, you know, she said that on her podcast. So so candidly, you know, I think it's it, I think every state. Uh, not just the Democratic states, um, but, you know, Republicans as well. I mean, they need to um, in, I, I embrace that uh, our mental health professionals 
Uh, if you listen to Black Mental Matters, uh, which is part of our network, Vince the Voice and Makiba, they talk about it all the time. I mean, racism, it's, I mean, and it's been, you know, how long has it been impacting us since 1619? <laughs> so, you know, we, we got plenty of that, you know, in our DNA that causes significant issues in our communities. And, and, and I, I'm, I'm glad to see that, um, you know, the state of Michigan has acknowledged that. Kudos, kudos. Also, one more thing, and I'll throw it to you, Tanya B. Harold Michael Harvey has a new book. Uh, he had, he gave me the opportunity to check out the manuscript. It's an excellent book on CT Vivian. You can go to haroldmichaelharvey.com. Uh, again, thank you, sir, for allowing me to read it. Tanya B, what you got? Uh, you know, I just want to piggyback and just reinforce what you said uh, about our forever first lady and mental illness is real and you know, it affects a lot more people in a lot more ways than a lot of people would admit, especially men, because you're told to suck it up, be strong, don't show any emotion. But if Michelle Obama can be that transparent about it, and I think the reason that she did that was to show that, you know, I'm real and I have the same issues that a lot of other people have. And just to say to people, it's okay to get help. It's okay to say you know, I'm not okay. And, you know, if you go on and I'm not campaigning for anything, but there's a website that I have become uh, aware of through some friends. It's called Headspace. If you can, you just go on there and you can get motivational and meditation tips and it's free. So don't think, oh, I can't do that because I can't afford it. Oh, I can't go to a doctor right now. Almost everything is done, you know, video or over the phone. So I just encourage anybody you know, and just think of the people that are unemployed, worrying about their bills, haven't gotten that check, and you have children that you have to decide how, when, and where they're going to go back to school. It's overwhelming, just I think across the board for everybody. And if you have a job, you may wonder, oh, how much longer am I going to have this? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think we're all in survival mode. So I just encourage anybody, I don't care if you're 14 or 114, help us out there, take advantage of it, and just make your days better. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Vi, you got any any inspirational words to 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 lead us out? An addiction. Inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that says it all. Uh, <laughs> I guess that says it all. That's, you know what you got? It. Live your best life. You only got one. There you go. There you go. And that's what they doing over on the. WAP side by <laughs> stop. I'm gonna leave it. But you at know that. what? A friend of mine, she, uh, this young lady I was seeing, she was going home. I guess there's a lot of clubs on the way she go home. She yeah. said they was jam packed. Yeah, that is why Atlanta. That is why Atlanta's never gonna get this COVID leak. If our clubs are jam packed, why are the clubs still jam packed? Well, what you see, Lou Williams was in Magic City getting a lap dance. You can't social distance a lap dance unless you got a big old booty. It's not happening. You saw the kids in the school. That young girl sent the picture in about the, the violations yeah, of social distancing. Yeah, I saw that. And yeah. the principal wanted to suspended her, but after the public outcry, he rescinded that. Right. And you look at these people that are caught in cities across America, Philadelphia, Auburn Avenue, and Atlanta. They are out there oh, like they're getting out for stimulus true. checks. Everywhere, pool it's, parties, clubs, it's, it's and it's too. Two, yeah. over two hundred, well, over two hundred and fifty bikers. Yeah. Oh, the bikers! Oh, you know there's going to be a spike there. Just like there was a spike when Floyd Mayweather went to that party that was illegal, and those people got COVID. He's been real quiet. He might have walked away with a little case of COVID himself. Yeah, so true. 
Yeah, but that school that had that picture, they just not gonna sit in. They they're gonna be closed for the next two days. They're going they're going virtual for the next two days. Yeah. I think it'll take more than that. And what about the young that seven year old? It's really unfortunate. That seven year old that had COVID went to yeah. school. They locked it down in that I said that nah. poor that baby lost his life to COVID. Seven years old. Years old. So he had no symptoms. Yeah. Nope, not at all. He had a fever. I think his mother put him in the tub to get the fever down. He had a seizure that was so intense from his COVID. He was pretty much asymptomatic and now a seven-year-old. Never knew he could have been the next Barack Obama. Yeah, so true. Or, or Rob yeah. Reddick. Hey, y'all, well, on that no, note, no, on that like note, five, we, like four to five said, mm. kids can't get it. Well, on that note, y'all, we're just going to say best to America, y'all, and, and I'll give the advice that I always gives wear your mask and and with that y'all wear your mask wear your mask 45 episode 45 not the 45 I wish he was in the can but episode 45 is in the can let's just skip 45 make it 45.5 how's that we'll do that it's in the can I like to say I hope I didn't I hope I didn't offend any of my uh, female advisors for what I mean by the black power but I said how how can that how can that song be uh a, a movement for black black women, dude. Hey, that's your opinion. You got your opinion. You know, <laughs> you you know. Hey, y'all. Forty five is in the can. We out of here. Peace. <laughs> we out of here. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Don't be an ass. Wear your mask. You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening. <laughs>